Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of the Remastered Podcast. I'm your host, Sister Munira Madison, and today I have Sister Susie Ismail joining us live from the Mass ICNA convention here in Chicago, Illinois. Welcome. Ahlan wasahlan, Sister Susie. How are you doing? Good, good. Alhamdulillah. I'm doing well. Thank you, Munira. It's so good to have you with us. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about boundary setting when we're working in spiritual activism, when we're working for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But first, for the listeners and viewers who may not know about you, could you fill them in? Like, who are you? What do you do? Absolutely. Absolutely. So my name is Dr. Susie, as you know, um, and uh, I run an organization called Cornerstone, which is an international faith-based intervention organization. We've got locations uh, throughout New Jersey, uh, New York, California, Oklahoma. Um, We've got an office in England and in Canada um, and a few other places as well. Um, And we focus on uh, five specific areas, on uh, marriage and family, uh, on youth, on uh, life uh, changes, grief and loss, um, and on refugee uh, empowerment and intervention. SubhanAllah. Jazakumullah khairan to you and to your whole team. I mean, mashallah, I had no idea you were international as well with Cornerstone. And when you're dealing with, uh, you know, psychology, like intervention work, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Conflict resolution, really, right? So is there, we, we what like does to, that entail for those yeah. who may not understand? Yeah, We like to kind of look at the work we do as a spiritual, psychosocio emotional wellness, wow. uh, which is a mouthful. But it really means looking at the difficulties that individuals go through from a very holistic perspective. Yeah. So we look not just at, you know, the psychological aspect, um, but at the psychological, the relational, the emotional, the social, and most importantly, the spiritual, and the role that faith plays in our lives in building emotional resilience. And it is all interconnected. Absolutely. SubhanAllah, yes. like yes. even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us that um, in, in the Quran, and when we study the Sahaba and, you know, best practices of community organizing, community work, uh, interpersonal relationships, it all goes back to emotional intelligence, psychology, spiritual, mental, physical health, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. So speaking of spiritual, physical, and mental health, mm-hmm. setting boundaries in the workplace or setting boundaries as a volunteer, when you are working for the sake of Allah, when you are trying to learn the best like practices and uphold mm-hmm. them when it comes to working in Jama'ah, yeah. how do you navigate that? What is some advice you have for our listeners? I think that's a great question. And, you know, um, compassion fatigue is a a very, very real uh, kind of detriment in working in many of the spheres that many of us work in, in terms of um, Islamic work, in terms of um, working, you know, for the sake of Allah in organizations that many times are underfunded, um, understaffed, um, that are nonprofit, that uh, maybe kind of struggling to, to keep things together. Um, And I think it's important for us as individuals who are working to also know um, what our limits are because, you know, we can give and we can give and we can give, but you can't give from an empty cup. And so we need need to make sure that our cups are full. um, And to do so, it starts with ourselves, knowing, you know, where are we at spiritually? You know, are we struggling with our own spiritual wellness? Are we struggling emotionally, relationally? And being able to not, you know, try to give to others what we haven't given to ourselves. So taking that step back, taking that time, um, that's one of the important ways of being able to set the boundaries. And I think, you know, most of us, I think most of us know our capacity and like say, okay, yeah, I can't do that. But then you feel pressure, right? Because like you said, a lot of nonprofits, a lot of our chapters, a lot of our institutions, they're underfunded, they're understaffed. 
And so you feel this pressure to want to help and want to contribute in every way possible. Like, how can you balance kind of that guilt, you know? Yes. There's a guilt in upholding yeah. healthy boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, very early on in, in the work that I kind of do, um, my husband would always tell me, like, no is an acceptable answer. And I'd always be like, no, but I can't say no. Like, <laughs> this group needs me in that group, but I have exactly. to do this. And and you know that that feeling sometimes it's it's actually a little bit egotistical and yeah. i realized that i had to come to that realization that feeling like only i can do it right. when that's not true when when you step back it's amazing how allah azza wa jal will send others you know to do the work that maybe you thought only you could do right. and they can do it better than you so right. it's incredibly humbling and it's so important to be able to step back and to invite others in and that's, I think, what we realized early on in the work that we do at Cornerstone. Um, when we started out as, you know, a small, tiny office uh, in New Jersey, um, we realized that if we really do want to reach others, training, mentorship, teaching others the work that we do, and then expanding in that way um, has been a, just an incredible kind of avenue and a journey in, in knowing my limitations, for example, right. and knowing that by empowering others, yes. you actually expand rather than, than decrease or diminish. Alhamdulillah, you just summed up Mass Youth Ministry as well. Like the whole Mass Youth Ministry approach is the same. It's like you can you can give a man a fish, right, mm. if he's hungry. But if you teach him how to fish, yes, he won't be hungry again, right? Absolutely. Inshallah. Yes. So yes. it's the yes. same approach. We go into yeah. massage. We go into our chapters, into our communities, and we do, you know, an audit basically, and we try to understand what's the demographic around you, what are the programs that you're doing, what are the yeah. challenges you're facing. And then how do we train you all? How do we train other trainers and youth workers to do this work? Because that's, I mean, this work is not a one-person show, a two-person show, uh, yes. you know? It takes yes. a whole community. It takes our whole ummah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the ripple effect, you know, yeah. even like in, in, in giving da'wah, for example, yeah. being able to connect with others and, you know, passing the torch, essentially. Exactly. Knowing that, you know, as we get older, like it's our children and their children, inshallah, that will be the ones leading the way. Well, Jazakal Khair, you know, Jazakal Khair, Dr. Susie, and Jazakal Khair to your whole team for teaching others how to do the same and for passing, passing that torch along. Um, really, it's an incredible service that Cornerstone and you all provide. And thank you so much, Jazakal Khair, for sitting down with us today. You're running in between sessions. Are you upholding your boundaries? Alhamdulillah, okay. yes. <laughs> yes, I know where to draw the line. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, Jazakum al-Khair. Yes, and Jazakum al-Khair to all of you, our listeners and viewers. This was another episode of the Remastered Podcast. I'm Sister Munira Madison signing off. Assalamu alaikum.